Time to bring back an old friend this morning, Tim Kane, the marketing and inventory manager at Pride's Corner Farm in Lebanon, to talk, among, among other things, about Wyndham Day at Pride's Corner, which is coming up tomorrow. Tim, good morning. Good to check in with you again. Tell me what Wyndham Day at Pride's Corner is all about tomorrow. Well, you know, we are we are a wholesale operation, uh, as you know, Wayne, but uh, we uh, we open up very occasionally for people, and uh, tomorrow's the day, and what we're planning on doing is welcoming anybody from uh, Wyndham that wants to come down, buy great plants, and, and actually we are, uh, we are donating proceeds from the sale to, uh, to Willimantic Public Art, uh, which is a great organization in uh, in the Willimantic Windham area that uh, is all about making downtown and Willimantic and Windham more livable. And we love that because Willimantic is where a lot of our people that work at Pride's Corner Farm come come from. And you say people from Willimantic are invited to this event, but this really is open to everybody in all towns, isn't it? Well, uh, for Lebanon and Wyndham, yes, that's uh, we, we're kind of doing this as a joint thing with those towns. But, but of course, you know, anybody who's listening right now, we're not checking IDs at the door. That's for sure. All right, Tim. Let's just say hypothetically, I was not in Raleigh, North Carolina, tomorrow, and I came out to Pride's Corner Farm, one twenty-two Waterman Road in Lebanon, and took a farm tour. What exactly would I see? Well, you would see uh, you would see hundreds of acres of plants on the ground and and uh, sitting up above because we're up on this hillside. And you would uh, everybody that comes here says, "Man, I can't believe how great, how beautiful this is, and uh, how big it is." And so, what people are going to see is right within their their midst, uh, and they hardly ever see it. This this big farm with all these plants that go all, go all over the East Coast and into the Midwest, and, and they're probably trying to figure out how did they miss it all these years. And it's a look at how Prides works on being sustainable. How do you define sustainable, and what does that term mean? Well, sustainable means, uh, really, sustainability is all about trying to do things that uh, that that really have our net neutral in uh, in the environment. So what we're trying to do is we recycle, we're trying to uh we're trying to not use pesticides, we're trying to uh recycle all water, all runoff that comes uh that hits our farm. It's all these operations that make us uh, a a great environmental citizen. And uh we we work at that every day. It's uh, it's our goal to be the best environmental citizen that we can be. Speaking of water and water runoff, what was the effect of the extreme drought conditions we had this summer? It's eased up a bit in the last couple of weeks, but did that play a role in what you do in your job at Pride's Corner? Absolutely. That uh, the weather affects us uh, maybe more than uh, a lot of people think. We we are dependent on pond water. We we do not uh, we don't uh, take water from wells or anything else. It's all about surface ponds. So when it gets dry for everybody, it gets really dry for us. Now we we water a lot. We have a lot of we have over four million plants on the ground. So they they all need water. And uh, when we water, we recapture that runoff, but it's, uh, 
you know, we uh, it, it becomes in hot weather very difficult to to sustain that. And uh, right at the end of that that drought, we were at the, probably the lowest level of water in our ponds that I can remember in my 25 years here. Four million plants, Tim. Is that your job to count those plants? <laughs> Occasionally, yes, but it's uh, it's my idea. It's my job to know where where things are, to know what we're growing, to know what looks good, and. Uh, and uh, to make sure that our customers know uh, know all those things. I know it's your job to create the best possible product, but did the low water table, did the drought affect the quality of the plants that you grow as a wholesaler? Absolutely not. In fact, uh, you know, it, it's kind of when you hear people talk about, boy, the drought, it was really difficult for us, and, and uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of water. It doesn't mean that you can skimp on raising those plants. And, in fact, uh, this year is probably going to end up as being one of our best production years, and, uh, and people coming uh, tomorrow are going to see that. They're going to see that the plants we have for sale are going to be top quality and beautiful. That's a tremendous answer. You know, on my travels, I'm out on the rail trails a lot, including Lebanon on the airline trail. And despite the rain we've had for the last two or three weeks, whatever it's been, that has certainly eased the drought, I don't see a major effect on the water levels as far as the rivers and the ponds and the brooks and the streams and things like that. So you think that this recent rain has certainly helped, but you think we've got a ways to go? I think we probably do have a ways to go. It takes a, quite a while for the, the rain to percolate down into the water table also. But, you know, what we had that broke the drought are these tremendous rain events. I, I mean, I remember uh, uh, right around Labor Day on a Friday night at uh, here in Lebanon, we had up three inches of rain in an hour. That's a tremendous amount of rain. And when the surface is as dry as it was, just runs off into the ponds and the and the streams. So you see that immediately. But the water is a is a long term type of thing. You can see in, on the surface many times and not have that percolate down into the into the water table for quite a while. So you're seeing what you would normally see first when we get a lot of rain in a short period of time. Tomorrow's Wyndham Day at Pride's Corner at 122 Waterman Road in Lebanon goes from 9 until 1. And you have a plant sale with lots of choices. Tim, tell me what sort of plants will be offered at the sale. Uh, we have uh, we have trees, fruit trees, fruit plants. We have a lot of native plants. Native plants are, are really huge for people these days. Everybody wants to help sustain uh uh, pollinators and be a friend of uh, of the environment. Native plants allow that. We we have uh, shrubs, perennials, uh, roses. There's going to be a lot of stuff, and uh, I I suspect that if people are looking to make their landscapes look great this fall and into next year, it's going to be a great opportunity for the people in the area to do that. This Wyndham Day at Pride's Corner tomorrow in cooperation with Wyndham Public Art. I'm on their website here, WyndhamPublicArt.org. It says, a grassroots organization to create, promote, and preserve public art in Willimantic and the surrounding areas, a nonprofit to promote, protect, and create public art for the enjoyment of Willimantic and surrounding areas now and for generations to come. Why is it important to Pride's Corner to contribute to this Willimantic organization? 
Well, there's a number of reasons. One, uh, Willimantic is a town that's dear to our heart because uh, a lot of our employees are uh, live in that town. Two, Willimantic is a unique town, and uh, these uh, this organization helps make that town more livable, more unique, more, uh, I would say, uh, more of, uh, uh, actually more, of a of a the the unique and and interesting town that it is. Uh, Willmantic and Wyndham have a lot going for it, and of course, everybody hears the the bad things all the time about a town. But but I got to tell you, we are we believe in Willmantic, and we believe that the uh, contributing to the to to this organization is much like us trying to go in there with our plants and to better the town and to make it more livable. And uh, we believe that we share that goal with this organization. A lot of people think spring is a time for planting, but fall is fantastic for planting. What are some of the reasons for that? Well, Doug, we've been talking about water. Water is more available in the fall. The soils are warm, unlike the spring, so when you plant a plant, the roots begin to, to grow immediately. A lot of times, if you're putting a plant in the ground in March and April, it's warming up, but the soil is still cold, and those plants take a while to get going. It's uh, different in the fall like that. Uh, the season these days is long. You have plenty of time to do it and uh, plant those plants and, and reap the benefits of that next spring because they establish in the fall and you, you have this great surprise and beautiful landscape that happens the following spring. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot less stress on the plants when you plant them at this time of year, and it's just really kind of the perfect time to get, uh, to get revved up even for next year's landscape. Does this apply to Pride's Corner as well, where you actually do a lot of your planting in the fall? You know, we do a number. Uh, I wouldn't say that we do the majority of our planting in the fall, but we do a significant amount of, uh, of potting in the fall. And for us, getting that extra rooting early means that those plants are ready to jump and a lot of times shortens the residency time here at Pride's Corner Farms, which is important for us because we want to sell a big, high-quality plant in in the shortest amount of time that we can so that we can turn over the land and put new plants in. For the home gardeners, how about the fact that there's not as many pests and weeds around by this time of the year, so that puts less pressure on the plant? Absolutely. There's a little bit less competition with that. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, the great thing about uh, about uh, being able to plant in the fall is you can concentrate on that. Let's face it, uh, in a summer like this, you're concentrating on watering, weeding, cleaning up, and trying to make sure the stuff that you already have that you may have put in the spring was uh, was trying to get established. So, all those things contribute to make uh, fall just a great time to get out here and get some plants and put them in the ground. Great plant sale coming up with a great event tomorrow, uh, the Wyndham Day at Pride's Corner Farm, 9 until 1 o'clock at 122 Waterman Road in Lebanon. Little Birdie told me that uh, Colin Rice from our place has already ordered some roses from the plant sale. Tim, roses are a lot different today compared to when Mr. Wilson was fussing with them on Dennis the Menace. How... Have roses changed? Well, roses have changed uh, 
it's really almost a completely different plant from those plants that uh, were such high maintenance and so fragile in the garden. They were beautiful, but they they were prone to almost every disease, every insect problem you can think of. Now, some of those roses are still available, but what is so much different these days is that we have roses that are much more disease-resistant, much more like uh, just high-performing shrubs. Uh, you know, everybody loves a plant that just gives color forever in the landscape. And what most of the new roses do these days is provide that color with a minimum of care and really are kind of the best flowering shrub you can get. So uh, ro- the meaning of rose, the definition of what a rose is, is far different and far easier on the homeowner than it was uh, a generation ago. Another big change in plants is with big leaf hydrangea. Can you talk about how and why big leaf hydrangea is better today than 20 years ago and why that's important to gardeners in New England? Well, you know, one of the one of the truly iconic plants of summer in New England, especially along the coast, is these big leaf uh, are these big leaf hydrangea. Who who hasn't gone to Rhode Island to Cape Cod and seen these beautiful blue mop head types of flowers covering the plant? And uh, it's uh, kind of one of the unique parts of of Connecticut or for of New England, Connecticut, Rhode Island, uh, Massachusetts, especially. Now, the big change that happened is that a generation ago was discovered plants that that bloom on on the new growth for that current year. Almost all the old style ones, you had to preserve the growth from last year in order to get flower buds to uh, to be maintained and open the following year. Now, around here, hydrangea can die to the ground, and all those old stems could be killed, and you'd never get a flower. You'd get these beautiful plants with no flowers on them. These days, hydrangea bloom, and it's because of this whole thing with now the, the hydrangea blooming on this new wood, the wood that happens in that current growing season. And that's been a revelation for all these people off the coast now that can see high, big blue hydrangea flowers and not, uh, and not have to worry about overprotecting plants during the winter. And everybody can share in what makes New England look beautiful in the summertime, that means. Tim, lots of homeowners love to put rhododendron in their yards. Do you have some tips on where to place them so they have the best chance of success? Uh, don't place them in a full, hot, sunny, windy area because you're going to you're going to hate them and they're going to hate you. What they what they really like is kind of a a morning sun, afternoon shade type of area, east side of the house, in an area where you can allow them to get to the size that they want to. Rhododendron are beautiful plants, but they're big plants. If you're putting them putting them against a house under a, a window that uh, that starts two feet up from the ground, you're going to uh, you're going to regret your decision. So it's always about proper planning. And speaking of colorful, Tim, are all evergreens green? Oh, that's a trick question, isn't it, Wayne? So. <laughs> No, there's uh, evergreens. Uh, evergreen is a uh, is a term that just talks about not losing foliage in the um, 
in the uh, fall, like a lot of trees that you see that we're just starting to see in our area right now. So there could be evergreen plants that actually have green needles or green broad leaves, but there's tons of yellow plants, variegated plants, plants that have green plus another color. Um, and uh, they come in a lot of different forms, too. You know, the best landscapes are the ones that have a mix of these evergreen types of plants and, and deciduous plants, which have a tendency to add color to the landscape. A lot of people love that mixture because it looks like there's still life in the landscape when all those deciduous plants have lost their leaves. And lastly, with people thinking about maybe some fall planting, should they fertilize when they plant in the fall? What they should do is build their soil uh, when they plant in the fall. And what I mean by that is to, mend the, uh, to amend the soil with organic matter and, uh, and possibly a little bit of uh, uh, organic fertilizer, very slow-release stuff that helps build the soil. That will make the conditions around the roots to get established uh, really great and give you that head start that you're looking for for, uh, for spring. I always feel like the best time to, to really use fertilizer, including organic fertilizer, is, uh, is in mid to late spring when the ground is warm, when it gets broken down, and that it provides that boost for that new growth that's going to come on in uh, mid to late spring uh, next year. Tomorrow is Wyndham Day at Pride's Corner Farm, 122 Waterman Road in Lebanon. From 9 until 1 with light refreshments, farm tours, they take about 30 minutes, a look at how Pride's works on being sustainable, and the plant sales, small fruits, colorful shrubs, perennials, roses, and the proceeds for Willimantic Public Art, nonprofit that promotes art in public spaces in the Wyndham area, like the downtown murals and painting the utility boxes as well. Tim, always good to catch up with you, and we hope we get some more rain to keep those plants healthy. I agree with that, and we are so looking forward to seeing everybody, uh, our friends from Willimantic and Wyndham tomorrow. So come on down and come and see us. Great event. That's Tim Kane, Marketing and Inventory Manager at Pride's Corner Farm, 122 Waterman Road in Lebanon. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.